0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Never Watch Alone, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I'm your host, Tim Lifite, and we're back again. Sorry for the last week, we ran into quite a few technical difficulties, but we are going to still air our Titanic episode soon. But in the meantime, joining me as uh, always is uh, my very wonderful co-host, Sean. How you doing, Sean?
1: Pretty good now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Boy, we're still kind of trying to recover from 2020, aren't we? It's been... Oh, uh,
1: well, yeah, but I just mean it's always a good day when I get to talk about movies with my body. That's very...
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> so, so yeah, guys, if I, um, I ho- really hope you guys got uh, the movie uh, ready for you, because as always, uh, there's a sync button below if you just don't want to hear us bullshit about it before we get started. The sync button's down there below in the description, as always, but that said, uh, we're getting a little lighthearted this, this week. Uh, cause we're talking about probably one of the greatest of all time comedies. Uh, the, the Zucker and Abrams airplane, man, like this is kind of one of the big ones. Cause it's and I, I feel like we kind of need it too. cause we did 2012, which we're like, Oh shit. Is this what's coming up in 2021? Tw- it's just that they, the Mayans had the one and two mixed up. And then we did Titanic, which was while well, an entertaining, but a very long, and you know often dour movie now we're just gonna have some fun you know (laughs) which i feel like we need a lot more of we need fun disaster movies because because you know often especially as we're uh um mark has found sometimes it's more fun to watch a fun disaster movie than just a disaster (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, Airplane? What, like, how did you get introduced to it? Because I got introduced to it a, a, a at a fairly late age, comparatively speaking, I think.
1: Uh, I think so as well. Um, I kind of came to Airplane backwards because uh, when I was young, and I, I want to say probably by the age of maybe nine, 10. Um, I absolutely loved the Naked Gun movies, yes. uh, and so you know that then gave me a love for Leslie Nielsen. And, um, I, I, however, you know it wasn't until I was much older that I learned, you know, that his comedic career, which started here with Airplane, yep. uh, was you know a second stage of his acting career that he had previously played very serious, uh, you know stern male characters so, almost like
0: I, an authority parental figure
1: yeah and and so it was very interesting to to discover you know that after the fact because to me he had been just a primary part of you know my comedic upbringing and you know also one of my not one of the best Mel Brooks films but one that I will always love is you know Dracula Dead and loving yeah. it because I love vampire movies and you finally have Leslie Nielsen, this amazing comedic actor, working with Mel Brooks, which and you know then Mel Brooks taking on the comedic interpretation of a role that um, you know uh, was done in you know Bram Stoker's Dracula by um...
0: Coppola, right?
1: Oh no, uh, that was done by by Coppola. uh, uh, The the role was done by Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, yeah, right. So watching Mel Brooks parody, yeah. A performance of Anthony Hopkins is just delightful. Oh,
0: absolutely! (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I, I, weirdly I kind of just had the information just spoon fed to me that uh, Leslie Nielsen was uh, a serious actor beforehand and whatnot because you know my my parents fucking love this movie especially my ma I think my ma was the one who uh, really introduced me to the movie when I was like about you know 1415 which is so bad such bad parenting in hindsight
1: <laughs> but i mean it is but it isn't again like i know i was watching the naked gun movies before i was a teenager okay like we're talking like 11 or 12 at the latest right so you know <clears throat> uh...
0: yeah well i think it's just because my you know my my especially my dad because uh, in college literally like they were you know spouting movie quotes back at one another like we meme br- like breathe memes today you know like they were doing the same it's it's really actually kind of in uh in, uh engrossing and uh warms my heart knowing that our parents were doing the exact same thing with movies as we are today we're just doing it with <laughs> with weaponized memes <laughs> um, but yeah, cuz they were they were always quoting movies like they always told me like you know even as a kid in the 90s like they were telling me like all these stories about how in their college days they'd be just quoting movies left and right and you know taping them on HBO on VHS so they were saving it for themselves so, which was the early version of pirating which I was like good freak fucking you dad I miss that version of my dad. You know my dad actually had a whole drawer filled with vh test tapes and every single tape was just labeled in all caps star trek episodes Hi. i miss that version of my dad i really do uh i re- if if i could because you know he's he's still living in chicago with my mom, and i'm out here in cincinnati so you know often i really it's really hard for any time to meet with the family especially you know in the COVID era Um, But I really, really, really want to spend, like, a three-week period with my dad just binge-watching and bonding over Star Trek The Next Generation. Because I grew up a Star Wars fan. He tried to get me into Star Trek. I just was like, no, Star Wars. (laughs) Can,
1: (laughs) Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. I feel you'll both have a whole lot more fun if you do Deep Space Nine.
0: Oh, really? Okay. See, I... I don't know cuz he I know he watched uh Next Generation almost religiously um when it was on in the 90s but uh he also watched Voyager he didn't I don't think he was actually too much of a fan for DS9 I forget I might have to, I'm going to have to ask but, him
1: right and he might not have been but as this is uh you know you want to have father son bonding. he's clearly a fan of Star Trek in general mm-hmm. and I feel that the Wow, we're getting, we're so off. Oh, right. it's cool. I like, just, don't worry, we're gonna get back uh, onto
0: it. I promise right. you.
1: I, I just feel that, you know, for what Deep Space Nine is and your background, I feel that that's something you'll like story wise will find a lot more enjoyment and entertainment from. And then it's also Star Trek, so it's like it's a good meeting ground for you to bond over. So it's like it's Star Trek, it's familiar to him, but it's probably the most accessible Star Trek for you. As somebody coming in having not been a Star Trek fan. See, this is
0: why I just want to spend like months and months with my dad just binging and talking Star Trek. Maybe, you know, when he finally, finally is able to fucking retire because this job, because he's been at Ace uh, Corporation for like almost 30 years. um, And he's been, he knows so much that I feel like he's never going to fully retire because he knows all the shit. And he's the dude that he's the dude at work that knows all the shit. So if they take him away, they're yep. taking away a huge part of the uh, the equation. So I don't know if he'll ever yep. fully retire, but I hope he does, just so I can bond with him over Star Trek. But anyway, getting back to the fucking airplane, um, yeah, no, because like my my folks grew up in, like you know they were going to college in the '80s and whatnot. So to see this movie in the theaters in 1980 when you're in college was kind of like the best thing ever. So anytime this movie was even mentioned, they would just be start rambling, like, Oh, did you know Wesley Wilson was like a serious actor? Oh, this is all the oh it's like based on Zero Hour. Like all this shit. And I'm like me as a little kid who's still trying to fucking process Lord of the Rings that just came out, I'm like okay.
1: You're making me feel old.
0: But yeah, dude, so I think it was eventually uh, because we had Turner Classic Movies on cable, uh, which fucking love Turner Classic Movies because, A, they were all about like the actual craft of film and they would show their movies commercial free and in their original aspect ratio. Do you know how fucking crazy it was to be flipping through the channel on an old four by three tube TV and to see Ben-Hur in the slit that it was on the widescreen, <laughs> it was so ridiculous. So TCM was kind of a really great guideline of seeing all these movies. I think that's the first time I saw uh, Lawrence of Arabia, which is a horrible first time to see Lawrence of Arabia. Um, <laughs> I think I saw uh, Alien the first time on that network. And I saw Airplane
1: the first for the first time yeah, on here. It- and, you know, Turner Classic Movies is wonderful, and I'll never forget, though, like, the, you know, the major switchover that happened with with, with television and, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, when I got really into cinema and having to explain to literally everyone around me, like parents, like yeah. like elders, everyone they did not understand that how they were showing movies on TV was cutting off the edges of the movie. Yes. Yes. And having to explain this to people, like, I mean, people, young people now who have grown up with widescreen TVs their whole life. is like, I don't think you understand what we were going, going through. We had the four by three. TVs, And we're having to like explain to people like, no, no, no. Like you want the black bars. I don't like them. It's like, but you're actually visually getting more. Yes. (laughs) Like, God! Exactly, because uh, this, was, this was in high
0: school. Uh, I took the only film class that I could. I was so obsessed with movies in high school, um, as I am today. But there was only one class that I could take, and it was called Film as Literature. And my teacher had that same view about the fucking black bars, and I tried, begged, pleaded to explain it. I could have been teaching this class. Me, this dumb amateur high school student could have been better teaching these kids about film than the actual teacher who went to college and took film classes. How fucked is... American fucking... fucking American education sucks.
1: (laughs) It does. However, I'm now kind of terrified because if the existence of amateur high school students implies the existence of professional high school students. And I don't want to know what that looks like.
0: <laughs> I do only because I hope that it will uh, eventually one day lead us to a higher plane of existence and progress.
1: I mean, isn't, but wouldn't a professional high school student basically be those 20 year olds who keep playing high school students in films? Oh
0: uh, yeah, but I, <laughs> yeah, I guess, but, but to be fair, and I know this is really off topic, but the Breakfast Club is still a fucking great movie. So in your face.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's only in my face if I was going to negate that argument, which
0: I <laughs> That's very true. It's hard to do, like uh, talk down on any John Hughes movie, really. But you know, that's also me coming from as like a astute Chicagoan. Um, but yeah, no. Any the thing about Airplane is. Uh yeah, so I yeah we so I that, that was the first exposure. It is as
1: random as this conversation. So let's get into honestly, it. Honestly,
0: you know what? We've seen weirder things in 2020. So and plus if you guys are actually listening still, so that just means you like us. And if you like us, we love you. But in a really, you know, wonderful I'm making it weird now. Um, now? No. Like you don't always? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, if honestly, if it weren't weird, it wouldn't be entertaining now, would it?
1: I mean, that, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: But yeah, so I watched this sort of the first time on uh, TCM, uh, you know, uncut, uncensored as- aspect ratio to everything. And I'm like, wow, that was fucking wild. Also, were those titties? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just, yeah, it was a really weird first experience uh, especially watching it with my folks at the age of like 12 13 but uh, it's come to become like one of my favorite comedy well I maybe mean, not one of my favorite comedies really um like i think uh, that would still go to like young frankenstein and the world's end and things like that but uh yeah this is definitely i definitely it, it's kind of like how i feel about empire strikes back it's not my personal favorite that very distinctly belongs to return of the jedi Fight me, but I still acknowledge that Empire is still the best. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. ha- have those.
1: Oh, no, I, I, I'm the same way. Like I, I, get why people love Empire. Although my favorite, Unaltered, of course, is still go- Is still the original. I love New Hope. I think it's fantastic. Dope, dope. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of that thing where we're
0: like, yeah, we acknowledge that you know we're in the presence air of airplane, one of the greatest cinematic. Comedies ever made but is it my favorite not really i really hope that but i really hope for those of you who are listening out there it is your favorite and you're gonna enjoy watching I mean, it, it with but us it
1: doesn't have to, like it doesn't have to be a favorite and for me what makes a comedy great is if it's a comedy you never mind revisiting yes because a lot of comedies only play well once that's... and that's just an airplane like uh you know to to me like mel brooks films like the naked gun movies it doesn't matter how out of date or how much the time period has has passed. Like I can still put those on, and I will laugh and enjoy them and have fun with them.
0: Absolutely, dude. Really, like one of the best things to sing about a any any movie, but comedies, really in particular, is how rewatchable they are. But that said, sure. you want to actually you know rewatch it because it actually it's been a while since I watched this. So this will be let's do it. yeah, let's do it. So folks, if you got the the movie, you got the Blu-ray. You got a DVD of it. You got it on streaming. I, I, I think it might be on Net, Netflix. I forget. Netflix. I, yes. Okay. Right so it is on Netflix. Right on.
1: But it may not be on Netflix by the time this airs. Who, so who knows? Who knows?
0: Like by or by the time you're just listening, you know, really. But if you uh, either way, I hope you got a copy ready and queued up because we are gonna get this bad boy started in three, two, one, click. And right away we got the uh, the Gulf and Western. The most evil company on the planet, especially in the 1980s. This was the Reagan era's people. This was the beginning of the end for us millennials. And we weren't even born yet. And right away, again, this, this movie, the jokes are so on. I swear to God, this yeah. actually feels like the closest thing to a live action full length, feature length episode of The Simpsons because right away we got the Jaws theme with this great gag Mm -hmm. which apparently is just a bunch of fucking I mean if you look closely you can kind of see it but it's just a bunch of uh, like uh, some cotton on a plywood bar (laughs) and it's amazingly cheap but that weirdly makes it funny
1: well but I mean that's title drop that's one of the things about the delights of cinema is that you can use all sorts of ways to create the the look and effect you want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I also love the 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 old style titles which I want to again, we haven't seen Zero Hour or Air any of the airport movies or even Kentucky Fried movie, but already <laughs> it captures that disaster, you know, classic 1950s, 1960s, even like early 70s feel of those pulp disaster movies with the title cards
1: so i'm going to step in here yeah the commentators you're hearing here oh yes the woman and man complaining about going on about the white and red zones they were actual people who did the voice voice announcements for lax yeah weren't they
0: also married And
1: beyond that they were married yeah yes. they were totally
0: married which i thought was fucking great because they did it like if you listen closely obviously you'll hear them start arguing with one another also I gotta I really gotta love that um, the 70s is still very much alive in this movie even though it was released in oh, 1980 because yeah. you look at this and you're like whoa
1: <laughs> I absolutely loathe the religious people who just bombard you oh my so. god
0: yeah, so like,
1: I, I I love that bit here where it just like they keep escalating and people's <laughs> reaction to them keeps escalating in kind. In all
0: fairness, they're a lot better today now, because <laughs> oh yeah. Air, well, first off, I mean you're lucky if there's any fucking people at the airport these days, um, especially in the yeah. world of COVID and whatnot. But you can not really just gotta look back on this movie and like we're pre-9/11 code days, such a kick. <laughs> 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 oh my god look in the uh, the the shit right. in the 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 x-ray machine <laughs> the body going through
1: <laughs> i this is i love this <laughs> and you
0: can tell he's got his arm underneath his jacket and whatnot right <laughs> but oh my god So, you know, you know, it was actually really even funnier now that than anything else. The last time I watched this movie, guess where I watched it? Oh, actually, before I before I say this is probably my favorite. Was it on a plane? This is probably my favorite joke in the entire damn movie. (laughs) <laughs> the fact that he walks away but still turns to me. But it's on. the entire movie. Okay, so we are at the three minute and fifty second mark. So this movie is about an hour. He is in there for an hour and twenty three minutes. Right.
1: <laughs> I, I I I love that the the fact right there that they hold on the religious guy to actually show him looking down at the coat. Yes. It's such a small thing, but it's wonderful. Yep.
0: There's a lot of wonderful little details in here that you can pick up on. Uh Uh-oh. No, no, no!
1: (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) The the baby! (laughs) Something to note here. Yeah. After watching that scene, many pilots reached out to the directors to be like, Uh... I've almost done that. Or I came so close close that the front of the plane touched the glass. So So that is not unreal.
0: Which is so fucking terrifying. (laughs) Right? Like, Jesus, I really hope that standards have gotten better. (laughs) Because,
1: yikes. That hairstyle, oh my god. I know.
0: It's all so fucking 70s, man. Yeah. Um, although it's weirdly becoming making like a a weird comeback because of like uh, the resurgence in Star Wars uh, stuff, because you know that was made in the I mean, '70s, right? So
1: I, I haven't seen it, and I'm happy not to. <laughs> well,
0: I've been seeing like you know like a lot of the Imperial. Uh, Gu- guards and whatnot and all this i'm referring stuff. to her herself, oh okay. not his so okay. we
1: might be on a completely different wavelength here also come on how the, the, the magazine labeling whacking material <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude can you imagine being the prop master for this oh i love this gag i love this gag so much
1: <laughs> no the so phone. interesting yeah. he did not want to do this movie at all. Yeah, like he when he first read the script, he was just like, "This is trash." Yeah, they called him in for a reading, and by the end of the reading, he was no longer feeling the film was trash, but he still didn't want to do it. Like he came around to understand what they were doing. However, his kids read the script and were like, "Dad, you're doing this movie." Yeah,
0: I think his wife was <laughs> like that too because they're like, "Dude, you really need to." Because like I know this is really against your type and whatnot, but. It's fucking That's brilliant. That's the point. Exactly. What is this gag? <laughs> what is this gag? This is such a cartoon of a movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, so what I was going to say is, before I was interrupted by my favorite joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that joke. Ham hey, on five. Hold the mic. <laughs> so many goddamn jokes in this movie. Um, no, the last time I did watch this was on an airplane. I was headed out from Chicago to Seattle, and then I was taking a cruise up to Alaska. And I had my laptop on me, and I realized I could watch a movie, whatever movie I wanted during the flight. And what better film to watch than fucking Airplane?
1: Interestingly, at the time, the only airline that optioned this for being an in-flight movie was a Mexican airline? I know you would totally. No other airline wanted it. You
0: would totally think that they would jump at getting this movie, like for all in-flight movie, like in-flight. yeah. But
1: any nervous flyers who are watching a comedic movie about a disaster on an airplane, that that you could see why they're just like, I yeah, guess, maybe not.
0: But like this movie is such a has such a sense of humor about it that oh yeah. I'd be like, look, dude, even if I had, like, a huge fear of flights, I feel like this movie would weirdly kind of comfort me in the laughter. <laughs> Maybe that's I mean, just and me. It,
1: and considering the disasters, really tailored around, you know, a bad in-flight meal, and I should note, I cannot eat in-flight meals. Like, they smell so terrible to me, I tell them just, like, don't even bother.
0: I've never had the luxury of having an in-flight meal. I've had Cokes, well, and I've had pretzels, and that's about it.
1: Well, I I was on a transatlantic flight. So uh, in those cases, they're like, here's your meal. And I'm just like, you can just take that away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, the only time I was ever offered it, because it was one of the big 747 ones with two aisles and not just a fucking coach. Uh, I I, 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 I think I was like only about 15 years old and I didn't have anything to eat. I just slept through most of it. So I've never had an in-flight meal. This is fucking great.
1: Oh, I love it. Um, I don't.
0: What? So is should we feel bad that it's specifically a black guy doing that though? Because uh, <laughs> I'm not
1: sure. Because I, 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 I always.
0: Because I always. <laughs> <laughs> that is still funny though. But I still always get a little bit weirded out by the jive talk scene later on. Like I'm not sure if I'm supposed to laugh. I think it's funny, but I don't know.
1: So, an interesting fact about this is that there was actually, after this movie came out, there was a flight crew that invited Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to sit in an empty chair in the cockpit for takeoff because they wanted to say that they had flown with with, with Roger Murdoch.
0: Yes. Yes, and I believe And I was like, it. that is awesome. Oh, dude,
1: t- you t- if you were a
0: fucking pilot and you were a fan of this movie and he was walking on, of course you would do that, dude. Right? I mean,
1: it's, it's impossible to do. Any of the principles, you'd just be like, get in here.
0: <laughs> and again, again, this
1: joke is so <laughs> played out. I love this joke. Because it's, I love that. This I love how stupid this joke is right here. Oh, my God. It's so, <laughs>
0: it's so dumb. Like, you know, I actually remember when um, the uh, uh, the trailer dropped and the producers like were lo- like looking at the early reviews and like the trailer and like everyone's like, "Oh my god, dude, you must have dropped all your best jokes in the trailer." And I'm like, and they looked at him like, "Oh no, this is not even the like even this isn't even a qu- you didn't even see a quarter of the jokes that you'll see in that movie. Yeah.
1: it's nuts. Stock footage. There's- yeah. And, and man, look, like boarding a plane off a tarmac, you, like you think of that as like so foreign now, but then like I've gone to other countries and I'm like, oh, that's actually still normal some places. So, all right.
0: Uh, see, I don't know if I should laugh at this. I still find it funny in a weird way, but I, it's like an uncomfortable laugh now. Well, but they improvised
1: most of this themselves.
0: That is true. This was not scripted. This was them. That is true. They they were totally just like, complete for lack of the better term, because there's only one term, they were literally just jiving. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do love the the use of golly, where they're like, she- <laughs> <laughs> like That to me, I thought was like, really funny. <laughs> the music cues. <laughs> It's, dude, can you imagine just if, like, Matt Groening decided to do, like, no connections to The Simpsons whatsoever? <laughs> just. And it's still smoking! <laughs> but just do this entire movie as an animated cartoon of so, uh, his style. As no, are
1: you a smoker? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. You know, actually, I, I'm, I, I almost wish that I could just like act really nervous or like, because whenever I fly, uh, I'm a very tall man. I am uh, mm-hmm. uh, six foot three. So co- riding coach is not comfortable. I literally have to be yep. completely, you know, just upright and stiff for the entire duration. So unless it's like an hour flight or anything, I'm going to be s- super uncomfortable. So I'm oh, really yeah. hoping one day when I do get the chance to fly again, someone just looks over at me and like, oh, you're nervous? I'm like, no, I've been nervous plenty of times. I lived through 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I lived through 2020. Of course I. <sighs> now, this is just some fucking Abbott and Costello shit right here right Abbott and Costello meets fucking Casablanca or whatever whatever the hell this is supposed to be that's really the genius thing about the movie because I think you we, uh, what you mentioned before that um, even though you know you've never seen Zero Hour or any of the airport movies or any of the other disaster movies that they might have referenced you don't have to have seen those movies to enjoy this movie yeah you just have to really love, you know, <laughs> Abbott and Costello's kind of humor, because this this wordplay is fucking brilliant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is this has got to be a thing with actual pilots. Like, there's got to be some pilot named Roger. And he, uh, out there who fucking hates this movie because he won't stop <laughs> hearing the airplane jokes. And there's the famous airplane shot of what's clearly a model, but who cares? We love this movie. Um, but we also mentioned on our Planes, Trains, and Automobile episode that was reused for that movie, yep. wasn't it? And that movie, and you're gonna see, like, throughout this movie, they're really gonna be taking advantage of that fucking airplane shot because, as oh, you yeah. see, they reuse it a lot. Because <laughs> this movie, oh, and it's really crazy how much, how little this movie cost. I think it was only about three and a half million bucks.
1: Yeah, and they did it in thirty-four days. That's insane. I I love this joke. Nun's life. <laughs> Boys. surf's up look who's surfing dude
0: seriously the prop master must have had an absolute ball with this movie yeah creating all of the gags in the background and bringing in the like the silliest out of context things like you know when they try to calm the person down they literally just conjured
1: up all these random props for her to be beaten with that was actually her idea. Oh. It was originally it was only supposed to be one person. And she was like, what if we had like a, like a another person behind them, like a line of people? Like a fucking... And they were <laughs> reluctant because they didn't want to hit her that much. And she's like, do it. Do and it, bitch. They went with it, and it worked.
0: Hit me harder, daddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. Like, you get a fucking conga line of pain. Only in a movie like that can you have a have you can you have lines like that exist?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love this the uncomfortable dialogue they gave the old woman.
0: Well, of course, I mean, because you know that's the great thing when you have such a such a sweet and you know disarming character, you can make her say the most ridiculous things. And of course, they have the uh, the fucking you know kind of transitions just to rub in the amount of corn and cheese in this movie because that's what this movie is it's a corn and cheese casserole oh yeah baked by a fucking cartoon <laughs> and maybe a little weed in there for good measure just to make things more fun and and funny <laughs> <laughs> I love this so much it's so obviously sta- what is this <laughs> you know not gonna lie you know just sitting here re-watching this it's making it's actively making me want to watch Kentucky Fried Chick uh, Kentucky Fried Movie <laughs> just can count- Act- <laughs> god damn Those Girl Scouts do not fuck around. Of course, it kind of helps when they're not like, you know, 12, 12, 13-year-olds and they're more like, you know, 30, 30, like these 40-year-old women fighting (laughs) that are still in their Girl Scout uniforms. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I don't know about you, man, but I still love disco. So anytime this shit comes on, I am hitting the dance floor. I love
1: how just stiff and jerky that guy in the yellow shirt that is. That guy so looks like me dancing. Funny. That
0: guy looks like me dancing. I'm not making that up. I will dance like that. <laughs> I am stiff. I am not coordinated, but I don't give a fuck because I am here for a good time.
1: Hey, you just got to get on the dance floor. <laughs> Damn
0: right. I am. He- and for staying alive, oh, dude, you better believe it. I love this so, song.
1: Interestingly staying alive here is sped up by about 10%. Yeah, you can and they had to it. actually get permission from the Bee Gees to do that. Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know why they would do it though. I guess it's because they wanted to, you know, keep the pace really zany and quick and ridiculous and whatnot. Yeah. So, cause well, you can it's hear also it. Also
1: just, oh yeah. But I think it's because as you said, like they, the, it has this fast comedic pace. And I think just by, Moving it that little bit, it will throw anyone off to their expectation. My knife, knife in the back, knife in the back. <laughs> He's turning into a just dance. imitating them. No idea. Oh, this
0: is great. And just when you thought it couldn't be more cartoony, man, they got to throw in the Wii yeah. sound. Yep. Although throwing it back was always, <laughs> that always got me, because I'm like, because uh, you know you hear the sound like "Wee!" And you're like, "Oh my yep. God, really?" But then they throw it back and all is right with the world. That's weird. They do that thing. They do, This is Dad joke the movie, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, but weirdly enough, they make it work. Like they do the "Wee sound, <laughs> but they throw it back, which somehow makes that, that makes it funny. I don't know how, because the we the sound doesn't do it for me. But them throwing it back at him, completely stiff, is funny. Yeah. So, I don't know how they do I guess uh, uh, one dad joke is not enough. you got to make it two. <laughs> a good dad joke is not a single dad joke. It is two in one. I hope you're listening, dads <laughs> out there. I hope my dad's listening. Because... <laughs> god damn i know he loves this movie
1: i love it randomly now there's fog it's like where did the fog Dude, come from you can where totally the see machine?
0: the you can totally see the wires and i love oh, it oh yeah i love it
1: oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow <laughs> oh my
1: god Seriously, but, still, I'm, but the silly cartoon effects make it better. Exactly. You know, it's it's so <coughs> weird.
0: This probably This movie probably would not have been fun as funny if it was animated.
1: Yeah. Look, dude, you can. I totally- mean, right here, the wires are so clear, but it, you don't care. It's so fun. <sighs> I should. I honestly should.
0: Like you. You know. You could be. You. If if this was made. You know. Even ten years later than this. But, you can but hear... You
1: can just tell from the center of gravity that you they, they had to be there. Well, no, you can literally see the wires. They are super close
0: visible, especially if you're watching this yeah. on Blu-ray or whatever. Um, and they cut back to the girls fighting, just showing that it's still going. God, but I think it's because like you know because this movie wasn't made in like 1990 or whatever. That fanboy, you know, film fanboys like us aren't like, re-release it, but, get, you know, you gotta CG out those wires because they take away from the... No, that makes it so much better in, a, in the weirdest of ways. Yeah. It's sort of like watching The Room now, like, you know it's bad, but it's so fucking entertaining <laughs> that you don't give a shit. <laughs> that's cle- again, that's clearly a dummy. It's clearly just a, you know an, a, yeah. a, a production assistant throwing a dummy. But <laughs> Oh so, my god.
1: I I love this running gag, but I also wish they would have done more with it. And by that I mean think of how much more hilarious it would be if they showed them constantly having to remove and stack and store these dead bodies somewhere. <laughs> Or just make the
0: deaths even more ridiculous and gruesome and whatnot. Right? (laughs) Like, just progressive. I mean, they kind of do make them a little bit more progressively, like, gruesome and whatnot. But still, (laughs) I really wish they could have gone, like, even more with that. Because this movie is not a long movie. This is less than 90 minutes long. So, it's amazing how much they're able to shove that in there. But I love that. She's like, yeah, sure. What? Who the hell are these kids now? Right. Is this just like a bit?
1: Yeah, but it's a it's a strange little bit, but it works.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I mean, God, can you imagine how many other jokes must have been on the cutting room floor? <laughs> <laughs> that that's they had a so... kid
1: deliver that line. It's
0: it's oh to be fair fair, it's not nearly as weird as all the cock jokes in the cockpit.
1: Yeah, that's that was actually the big, Where like, big, turnoff for not wanting to play, you know, um, Captain Over. Yeah,
0: Peter Graves was like, look, a lot of this shit's funny, but that's sh- but pedophilia ain't fucking funny, which I'm right. I'm kind of inclined to agree with them, but in a very strange and bizarre way, they may I don't know maybe it's because this movie was in the '80s that that they can kind of get away with that risque, you know, it's
1: funny, you know, attitude.
0: But that, because if you tried to write that same joke today, it would not work.
1: So, interesting note, this beach scene was filmed on the same beach where they filmed the Planet of the Apes. You blew it up! Oh my God, you're totally
0: right. That's right. Because now I'm, yeah, now I look at it and I can't fucking unsee that. And see this kid's right here. Like, you know, you always see those like, romantic movies about sex on the beach and all these beautiful things. Like I fucking show them this clip and I'm like, no sand
1: everywhere, sand, sand everywhere,
0: sand, seaweed, garbage, fucking whatever the hell is floating out. The, the ocean's kind of fucking nasty. Kids don't have sex on the beach unless you have uh, you have like a shower station next to you and a very large towel. And I mean really big.
1: Suggestion. Stick to the bluffs over the beach. You still get the nice view, but you don't get the horrible experience. Yeah. Like, have a picnic towel, you're fine.
0: (laughs) The fucking catfish next to him. Just kind of blurping for survival and gasping in the the fresh air. Like, yeah, kids. Look, sex on the beach is fine when it's your drink, but it's so not okay. (laughs) When it's your thing for it, when it's your honeymoon date,
1: <laughs> yeah, this bit
0: I want to know about cockpits, kitten you guys, tell me about the cockpits. Tell me about the cock <laughs> It's so bad. I'm an adult, I promise you. <laughs> And then, of course, this great bit. <laughs> I, I swear, I could see, now that I know that, you know, Peter Graves was really uncomfortable about those jokes, you can kind of see him holding himself back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then this brilliant bit where he's like, man, I've been getting that, si- that shit since USC, man. Now wasn't this uh uh written for another dude? I think it was for a baseball player.
1: I'm not sure.
0: Cuz I could have sworn that this was uh written for uh another athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck. Oh fuck. You do not. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, don't kids don't piss off professional athletes. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I swear, like it feel again. This really does feel like Matt Groening looked at this and like this is the kind of humor I want to do for the rest of my life. Because you know, I think this was. Uh, right around the time where he was starting to make a name for himself with like um, Life in Hell which was his comic before he did uh, The Simpsons Mm -hmm. and whatnot but I'm 90% sure he was looking at this movie as one of his chief inspirations for the kind of humor that he wanted to do. Uh. I'm actually kind of surprised we haven't seen a whole lot of uh, um, references to this movie on The Simpsons because I'm a big fan of the simpsons and i haven't seen a whole lot of like you know weird parodies or tributes to this movie but then again that's probably because this movie is such a great parody in and of itself you know
1: yeah and there's also been a lot of uh <clears throat> oh shit <laughs> there there's been some bad takes in it when people try to parody a parody
0: yeah uh... namely a fucking scary movie and all those movies that follow we don't we don't really oh, talk I'm, about those. I'm looking those. way back at the
1: pirate movie. Oh God!
0: Don't you even bring that one up? Yikes! <laughs> Jesus! Oh uh, yeah, parody movies have kind of got fallen on the wayside because of movies <laughs> like fucking Scary Movie and you know all the. Uh, I,
1: I think it was less the scary movies and more the uh, the ones that spawned off of it, which I can't even remember the names. Well, but there's yeah, l- like you know, what I'm you know
0: fucking Date Movie, Epic Movie. Yeah. Meet yeah, the, kind of meet the yeah. fucking Spartans. Oh my God. Yeah. What the That, that fuck? style
1: ruined good parody,
0: for sure. Uh, honestly, no, it really killed the whole parody. Because it sucks. Because parody movies like this and Naked Gun and, you know, like uh,
1: fucking Hot Shots. Hot
0: Shots, yes. Part Deuce. Um, all that shit were some of the most beloved comedies of their age. And now. <laughs> wow. Wow that's that's an amazing joke but um but yeah dude like those movies are what killed the parody movie genre because they were yeah. so lazy and fast i actually I remember had a, a friend of mine in uh, high school that for the life of me said he thought meet the spartans was funny yeah i i i uh mm. I it it hurts my brain when I think about that there are people like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what was this? What was this bit again? They say it's a guy who thinks he's Ethel Mermaid, <laughs> and they just got her for that bit part. Yep,
0: brilliant. Oh, now this is fucking funny. (laughs) No, you won't.
1: It's because your (laughs) coffee
0: sucks, lady. You know, that's the other thing is like, even though uh, most of these jokes don't always land, they still have literally... Ten more others ready for you to, you know, chew into. Oh, yeah. That it really doesn't matter. In a weird way, it, 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 in a weird way, this movie should. <laughs> <laughs> this movie should exhaust you with jokes. You know, oh, yeah. it should. But for some god, weird,
1: bizarre reason, it doesn't, does it? Nope it it, it works. I don't I don't know how they were able and to do that. Just just touching back briefly on parody. You know, I I think a tagline from Mel Brooks is really what you should keep in mind. Never give a saga an even break. It's like, that's it. The humor of it is in the parodying, but, like, you have to parody what the movie was actually trying to do rather than just make something funny in that world. Like, no, you got to look at what the movie's intention was and parody that. you got to be able to know what to switch
0: out or to replace or to... (laughs) Or to, you know, change around in order to make things funny. Um, yeah. You have to have a respect and an understanding of the thing that you're trying to lampoon.
1: Cause if, yeah, well, that's just, it's a whole thing with, like, roasting. You have to roast what you love. Exactly. And if you don't love something or if you've never seen
0: something, then how is it ever going to work? <laughs> oh, my God. This is... This kid is so fucking good. Just <laughs> and how they're d- deliberately diverting their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got it. Ah, uh, relief. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: shit.
0: Again, once again, they're just getting their money's worth Ugh. for that fucking model shot. <laughs> like this movie co- uh, this movie only we only got a budget of 3 million bucks. We're going to make every shot fucking count. But in a weird way, I thought that um cuz I remember reading up on uh, when we did our Young Frankenstein episode, um that they actually added th- uh, film shoot days just to keep going because the filmmakers and cast were having so much fun that they decided to add more stuff i'm kind of surprised the same thing didn't happen
1: here yeah i mean just i think it kind of depends on you know what what's going on and how people feel but you know i always love that about uh you know the jay and silent bob movie they were having so much fun with sean william scott that they added an extra scene just to keep around a little longer. Yep. Yep. Okay, so you remember
0: how I was a little uncomfortable with the jive talk? And I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm not allowed to laugh. This I know I'm not allowed to laugh at anymore. Because yeah, this like, is like, mm, yikes. <laughs> Although that yeah. joke does... There's some of them in some jokes. Like the, the punch there is like, that's, that's okay. But the whole basketball thing, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yikes. And the Tupperware.
1: Well, well, but that's just it. It's like, that's one of the reasons I will always love Mel Brooks is because it's like he knew what he was making was funny when he was making Blazing Saddles, but he was also smart enough to know I cannot show any of this footage till the movie's done because they'll stop me. So it's not that it's like making fun of stuff you're not supposed to make fun of is fine, but at the same time, Blazing Saddles was co-written, you know, by... You know, Richard Pryor, like which de- actually doesn't get credit for, but it's like yeah. they were, you know, um it's like so when you look at the writer's room there, it's like, yeah, you have people lampooning each other, and that's awesome and hilarious, but things have become so culturally sensitive that you can't really do that. And even at that time you couldn't do that yeah. if you let them know.
0: Yeah. Oh God. It's it it's still I mean like it's one of those things now when you look at it and you realize the context that this was like the 80s and, you know, it... it, it it's this like, really
1: was not the 80s. This was 1980. This is the end of the 70s. Yeah. Like, you can't say... like 80s are not 1980. This is the end of the 70s.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, especially when you look at that hair. The fucking Gatorade. Um, I love this <laughs> Okay, the, the, drinking problem, the drinking problem. That's a great running gag. But... Yeah, it's. although oh, oh, this, this shit's fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> even worse, they actually got him in the World War II Japanese
1: outfit, which I'm like,
0: oh my God.
1: <laughs> but I like the fact that they actually showed the turning up yep. of the blade, but yep. like, they kept it just a little yep. bit accurate. Yep.
0: So, yeah, this movie hasn't
1: quite aged. Tr- well, world- Taking pot shots at Reagan. Love it. <laughs>
0: yes. Although one thing that I do appreciate is that uh, this movie has aged phenomenally better than, say, you know, like fucking Animal House or and so much better than Revenge of the Nerds. That's a movie that has aged horrifically. You know, because hmm. uh, this is roughly around the same. Because, <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting.
1: Yeah. When they show, when this movie was released for Turkey, they dubbed that to Greek prison.
0: <laughs> that's fucking great. I think also, uh, I, I think also when you see the, uh, the guys talking jive, uh, in Germany, they, uh, <laughs> what is she that joke? At home. Well, there's so many jokes that come back that you're like, why did you bring that back? And yet you're like, that's still funny. And of and course he has, is. he has he has the stethoscope already in him. <laughs> but uh uh yeah dude like there's so many jokes that are that
1: come back that you think that's not going to come back. The start of a whole what? second stage of his career and it's amazing. Yeah dude.
0: Oh god. So uh the chicken or the egg? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, see, now that, I I just got how he did that. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. He's not pulling out multiple ones. She's keeping the one in her mouth, and he's just pulling them out of his sleeve. Although that was cool. That was really cool.
1: (laughs) I love the fact that they don't show this symptom with any of the other people who come down sick, but all these other people come down sick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Although it's not, now that you mentioned it, it's fucking kind of crazy that we're seeing um, Leslie Nielsen this late into the movie, we are almost at yeah. the yeah,
1: we're at the thirty eight minute mark. Uh and yep. we're, it's more than a third of the way in, and he finally shows up, but he has become so inescapably notable in this movie.
0: Yep. Roger. <laughs> oh, the cheesy music, I love it. Boy, you can really feel how hard he's sweating here. I'm I'm betting the uh, the compact l- stage and the uh, the the hot lights uh, really added to that. Oh yeah, dude. So I think they were uh, at <laughs> one point negotiating to make this movie in black and white for shots like this when you have these two, you know, revered actors who are known for their very dramatic and serious roles saying the dumbest things. I kind of wish this movie was in black and white almost in like an old four by three aspect ratio. So it made it to look like an old Hollywood film and whatnot. But you know, I'm actually kind of glad they went with the full color. Cause now I just feel love that, that era. I he's got the
1: sports goggles on <laughs> and, the, and the bottom athletic wear. Pull up. Ooh,
0: doggy. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Did you eat the chicken or the fish, or what? Well, actually, well, there was a great variation on this joke in uh the critic, which uh, if you've ever, if you've ever seen is fucking great. Mm-hmm. There's a uh a, a scene in the movie where where jay uh uh, is flying uh coach and um the stewardess comes up and he's like chicken or fish fish please no i mean what is it chicken or fish (laughs) it's a fish (laughs) with chicken
1: bones on on the side (laughs) and it's like yikes see like here they they're doing this gag and i'm like i wanted to see them do this with the bodies of the people who who got got killing themselves who
0: got bored (laughs) I guess uh I guess they're not uh, like I guess that's a pilot only exclusive thing, Sean. <laughs> like only pilots get that kind of attention. Fuck the fuck you passengers, you're only paying for this. That's their job, so they get special privileges. You know, when any time a stewardess asks you what did you have for dinner? And says it's of no importance. They are lying out of their mind. You should always be super nervous about that. Did you ever see that one house episode where uh, they actually were dealing with a dude who had the bends in midair and there was like a panic attack among the entire flight? That's a great episode. I highly recommend it. (laughs) The the cartoon fish bones. I swear to God. But, yeah, dude, have you ever seen that episode of House? Because this is exactly what happens. I'm not sure. It's totally what happens. There's Because, you know, spoiler alert, he, the dude has, just has the bends because he was scuba diving in Korea and whatnot. But he was having uh, very violently ill symptoms. But the entire uh, flight got it as well because they were mass panicking about it. And mm. so subconsciously their body made it a thing. <laughs> oh my god, this is so bad. See what I was talking about? This is when <laughs> what? See, that's the the, uh, the kind of signage that happens on the flight in World, Wolf of Wall Street. No fucking. This is an airplane, not a fuck tour with <laughs> And of course, a fucking blow up pilot, right? And I love how it automatically grasps onto the uh, the, the wheel, right. even though it's clearly a puppeteer that's trying to keep them connected. <laughs> now I remember another MythBusters episode, like they were like trying to, because f- I think they got access to one of NASA's uh, training centers where they they ha- train pilots in simulations and whatnot. Um. They went in with no knowledge how to fly a plane and they were like trying to figure out is this actually possible can if pilots are incapacitated can a civilian with no flight experience whatsoever hail the ground control and land the plane safely for the entire plane is it possible and it turns out cuz you know the mythbusters Adam Savage and Jamie Hyneman mm-hmm. they really didn't know a whole lot about piloting a plane And they went on a simulation, first time they actually managed to land the plane. So it is 110% possible to have civilians land.
1: We need to talk about yet another person who got a late career resurgence as a comedic actor from this movie. And oh my gosh, we are better for it.
0: Lloyd Bridges, man. Who picked the hell of a week to stop. Insert joke here.
1: (laughs) Right? That's. Well, I mean, I, I love him as the president in the Hot Shots movie. This
0: motherfucker is the poster child of how we were for all of 2020. Like, just every <laughs> yeah. fucking week, I picked the hell of a week to stop sn- sniffing glue. I picked the hell of a week to stop drinking. I picked the hell of a week to stop smoking. Just like <laughs> he was the poster child for that. Like, so many good memes out of that oh shit the autopilot is going down i also love how they actually named the pilot auto right oh my god this joke was so bad so again yep. watching this
1: for the first time with my what is this <laughs> what? <laughs> stare-ups and everything? Like, and what, what, but then, bringing up the speculum, I'm just like, oh my gosh.
0: But this, like watching this with my folks for the first time I'm like, <laughs> oh this is so bad. But well, that is so funny. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> and this is perfection. <laughs> oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. Otto's, Otto's getting some head pilot time. <laughs> I forgot smoking. about the cigarettes. Oh, my God. Although, to be fair, you probably wouldn't really need to smoke off if it was just a blow job. I feel like, you know, if they went, if they were going to go all the way and get really sweaty and naked all over in that pit, the cockpit, which is really dirty the way you say it. Maybe they need to light up cigarettes after that, but if it was just a blowjob, I don't know if the cigarettes were necessary, but it's funny. That's the point, though, isn't it? Is it funny? (laughs) 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 Fucking god damn it. (sighs) You know, if, if it didn't involve, like, you know... Having to change shirts every like 15 minutes, I totally would do that joke at parties more often. (laughs) And of course, I love how anytime the storm breaks out, it's always the classic, you know, universal horror movie Castle Thunder Mm -hmm. kind of sound. Now, this is fucking funny. (laughs) It's not until they, she says, does anyone know how to pilot a plane? But, and not the whole, you know, all the pilots being dragged. And then, of course, this <laughs> moment. What? <laughs> what
1: was that? Like, I mean, on, I, I mean, well, so- yeah,
0: we know what it was. It was a, a. I par- love the sword fight. I sword, love the sword, the sword fight. The sword fight's fucking great.
1: And the religious battle.
0: Yes. And, of course, that great sound cut. I love that cut, but uh yeah, really, just titties, like, no reason. (laughs) So strange, and you know what? You know what's even stranger. This is a
1: PG movie.
0: This is back when PG was meant something. Well, it's because there wasn't
1: PG thirteen yet.
0: That's that's very true, but even you know, even in the eighties, like because you know this is still like late seventies and whatnot, but. Even throughout the eighties, even after the PG thirteen came about with Raider, with uh, you know, Temple of Doom and, and Gremlins, um still like even into the nineties even, PG meant something back then. You know, it's yeah. not it wasn't just so haphazard like it is now. But yeah, in, in like especially in like the seventies and the early eighties, yeah, PG was fucking hardcore, man. Kids' movies <laughs> were the best. Sick him, boy! Sick him! Sick him! Get him good! <laughs> oh god, he's still going at it. Get him! Get him! I love how that dog is just clearly trying to get at some peanut butter in the guy's hand. <laughs> like, he's just clearly playing around and they just add this, this shit and the shit in the sound yeah. background later. But that's, that's great. Oh, now this is my favorite, it's like, uh, board, it's suicide by boredom. That shit's fucking funny. And it's not the turban, everyone, for anyone who might be thinking. It's totally just the gasoline and his the look on his face when he's like, you're going? Please go away. Please go away? Oh. <laughs> Man, that match is really going for a long time.
1: Well, actually, if you turn a match <laughs> up, like, upright like that, it burns a lot slower. But still, but that, yeah,
0: the- that that nod of like, yes, please go oh, away. Yeah,
1: it's so good.
0: Ah, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so good.
0: I love that. Oh and of course classic <laughs> classic line man uh, the 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 two lines that spawned a thousand 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 t-shirts and merch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
1: my God.
0: (laughs) The other thing that makes Leslie Nielsen so great is he honestly sounds like those grave uh, uh, narrators of disaster films back from like the 1940s and 50s. Oh, yeah. Like he has that exact quality of voice for that sort of thing. And, of course, now we have so many more gags here where this is clearly going on for, like, eight and a half or, like, 20 feet. (laughs) And yet again, (laughs) we still (laughs) cut back to that. And he's, like, a hundred hundred bucks into his cab fare, which, you know, for an Uber these days is actually not half bad. I'm sure back then it was like holy shit. Sure, nowadays, like in you know in 2020 dollars or 2021 dollars, he'd be up to like you know almost a thousand dollar fare, and he's still waiting. (laughs) 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 So good, dude. The the. Again, I wish I could have been a property master on a movie like this because it just lends itself to so much creativity and f- just flat-out fun. Also, do you notice this one, the one dude in the, uh, the, the shredding shotgun? His, his eyeglasses, is, it's off of his ear? Yeah. <laughs> Such bad rear projection. It's hilariously bad rear projection, and I love it. And they're about to make it even worse. They're like, you know what? Let's just go all the way with this. Let's let's just do the dumbest thing in the background that's the most distracting moment of the yeah. entire moment. And, but like the wheel's
1: not moving, so it's like so out of
0: sync and <laughs> Now we just do cowboy mute like random sock footage that makes no sense. Oh, Lordy. Man, again, I, I really, you know what I really should have done when we started this? Or, you know, it or would be a really great way to watch this movie as, like, a special feature with, like, the Blu-ray or something. Um, they should make, do a re-release of this, like a remaster, a remaster of the sound and picture and whatnot. But they should also have a joke counter in the corner. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, dude, because, you know, like, uh, if you've ever had, like, the, uh, uh, the Scarface uh, DVD or the Blu-ray, it actually comes with... A uh, a counter at the bottom of how many fucks are dropped, how many bullets are shot, and uh, God, I, I think that I think there's another one in there, but um, yeah, dude, like there's like an, <laughs> God, <laughs> that's great, but yeah, there's like a little bit of a meter at the growing through the movie to so you yeah. can count all the bullets and all the fucks of the movie. How great it would it be to count all the jokes in the movie, and then you because you know then you could. <laughs> go back in Sedona. go back in Sedona. <laughs> back in Sedona. <laughs> i think but uh yeah dude you could like uh you could see the counter going up for
1: shit that you have to look for you know so that character johnny yeah maybe it, well it's the russian new year all well, pro- all his lines he adlib like that's all him improvising and oh, I it's love all, it because he says for the, the weirdest shit.
0: I know it's all for the better. <laughs> calm down. Calm yourself. <laughs> it becomes a conga. I go- love this bit. It's so good. glad that she was like, add a line. Like, let's make it a line. Let's 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 extend this joke. The boxing gloves, the wrench, a gun. All these things you would never be able to get onto an airplane, (laughs) even then. This. Oh, I love this. Oh, right. (laughs) This is the kind of shit you wanted to do to those people at the airport, right? Do you know how fucking cathartic that shit (laughs) is to see? Especially with, like, you know, the pinpoint martial arts of fucking John Wick.
1: <laughs> so good. Many bags look alike. I love Please that. Ca- I love that. You almost couldn't catch it because of laughing stuff, but that Scientology was in there. Yep,
0: yep. They make fun of all of the religions. It's great. Oh, and of course this this is such this is such a great gag. I've done it myself, like to random people, like just have two pairs of sunglasses on, one to have on, right. and then the other to dramatically take off. So good. Oh, I'm sorry. Things aren't so good. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. He's a straight arrow. Like, oh, my God. I I should be groaning at most of these. But because of the movie's overarching tone and delivery... (laughs) Yeah, I'm able to actually kind of laugh at even the subpar jokes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quitting drinking. I, I'm. It's. Things are still kind of awful. <sighs> we have a history. You know, come to think of it, I think just about everyone, especially the male characters, read their lines as if they're reading as a narrator of those, you know, disaster movies and science fiction horror movies of the uh, the late '40s, the the '50s, and the early '60s.
1: That's a good description of their delivery.
0: Yeah, because they have that very, you know,
1: earnest
0: kind of grave but old school kind of tone to them but those were always kind of inherently funny when they gave them especially for like you know the movies you would see in mystery science theater 3000 and whatnot but now because they know that those are funny they're really funny here because they get to say the most ridiculous of things like this Why are explosions funny? <laughs> I don't know why they're fu- they're just randomly funny. Spontaneous combustion and and well-timed fart jokes are still weirdly enough the most funny things in the in the human existence. <laughs> you know, I shudder to think of all the uh
1: <laughs> doing her makeup,
0: but I, I still shudder to That's think actually of the,
1: uh, uh, the mother of, uh, I want to say, uh, uh, one of the directors, um, oh gosh, which way it was the, Zucker,
0: one of the Zuckers or is it Jim Abrams? Yeah.
1: The Zuckers. It was the mother of the Zuckers.
0: Right on. But, uh, you know, seeing that autopilot in his full view, I shudder to think of all the fan made uh, sex dolls that were made and oh, after gosh. this. Cause I mean, you totally, he totally has like a fucking blow up dick. We saw it, man. In a PG movie. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> this is such a stupid joke. This is such a stupid joke. Why am I laughing? This is, it shouldn't be this funny. It shouldn't be this funny. Why is it funny? Why is
1: it funny, Sean? Explain to me. It should not be this funny. It shouldn't be. But I think at this point, you're just like so into the silliness that you just roll with it. Yeah, you
0: have to. Like, there's a certain point, like maybe about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes into the movie, where you just surrender to the cartooniness (laughs) of it. And you know what? I don't. uh, (laughs) So. (laughs) vulture? So I don't, I don't know about God, fucking Uh, But I don't Now I haven't actually sat down and watched, well I have watched the first Naked Gun, but that was literally like 15 plus years ago But I haven't seen any of the subsequent ones after that Um, And I gotta ask, like, is there any other movie besides this one that consistently barrages you with these jokes, and they don't Get stale or unfunny or tiresome, because I'm really trying to Uh,
1: like beyond beyond the Naked Gun franchise. I think the only other one is uh, probably the Hot Shots movies.
0: Okay, yeah, because I'm really hard pressed to think of any other movie that uh, barrages you with so many wall-to-wall jokes, and it doesn't become exhausting or tiresome or anything like that. Now that okay now this shit's funny <laughs> of all the people to talk jive <laughs> <laughs>
1: You must revisit the Naked Gun movies. Yeah, I, I'm told I really should. Because, if I remember correctly, I think it's the opening I'll of this. the third one. A little hat? has an Odessa step sequence parody <laughs> that you need to see. Yes, yes.
0: You know, I think the only other movie that's kind of close, but again, it doesn't barrage you with as many jokes, but it's still a really underrated parody film. Uh, uh, uh Weird Al's UHF.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
0: That's another one. Again, it's not as many jokes
1: as this movie, per se,
0: but it's still kind of an underrated uh, uh, parody movie that a lot of people...
1: And shouldn't. Weird Al would go on to do the intro song for one of uh, Leslie Nielsen's later films, uh, Spy Hard. But
0: that's totally right. I forgot about that. Oh, check it out. That was the Godfather cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Use the force, use the force, Ted. <laughs> Man, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually kind of really, like, almost uh, regretting not smoking a joint before this, just to, because can you imagine how much funnier this would be when you're, when you're just absolutely baked.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Close the damn window. <laughs> well, I guess uh that said I picked a hell of a day to quit to quit smoking weed. No, I'm gonna say it. Boo! Boo!
1: But they play it so straight, which is why I love it. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I I know you guys. The can't... look on Leslie Nielsen's face. He's just serious.
0: Well, I was gonna say you should have seen the look on my face when I saw that because I'm like just like, really, really. Because I know you guys can't ho- listen and can't see this, but just like looking at that, like really, just I'm, I gotta be like, no, I'm going boo. <laughs> What, what what is, is that an ice cream? Co- oh, that is an ice cream. <laughs> I, did this guy ever do stand-up? Because I feel like this guy would be fucking phenomenal as a stand-up comic.
1: I, I love this. Get the pictures. Get the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a basic joke, but they always have. We got to get some pictures. Like, perfect. Uh, I really shouldn't laugh
0: at the... You know, I wonder what a lot of you uh, um, younger people who are watching this... Uh, you know, like... you know right, Leia
1: dear baby.
0: <laughs> I really want to know what you Gen Zers out there who are listening... Like, if just uh, go out to our Facebook page or go to the, uh, the comments in the YouTube uh, part of this. Just... What the hell do you think of all these dumb dad jokes? Because, oh, God, this is so bad. That's so bad. But I want, oh, oh, hey, check it out. It's Fox News. (laughs) That's, uh, I think that's uh, Tucker Carlson's dad. (laughs) But, yeah, I want to know what you younger people out there uh, think of all these wall-to-wall, stupid-as-fuck dad jokes. Because I really want to know if there's anyone actually who's j- turned off by this. Although, if you're turned off by a joke like this, fuck you, because this is great. This is brilliant. <laughs> hey, man, pass that over. <laughs> Woo! Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I
1: just love the way she's judging the whiskey, but that's it's like ripping lines. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's
0: kind of the, the, in the same routine as the joke of, you know, we're nerds. So when we go to c- conventions, there's like... You know, those people who walk around as, like, a, a fucking, you know, dressed as Klingons, they'll be like, look at those nerds, and they're dressed as stormtroopers. Right. Like, so, it's like shit like that. That's just basic human behavior, man. That and, you know, vomiting uh, to uh, a nun playing the guitar badly. <laughs> Okay, is it me, or is that poor woman's blouse showing through a lot more than it should be? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, yikes. Because It looks like she's wearing a bra, but it really doesn't. I don't know if it's the lighting or the costume department or a combination or anything, but... Ooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: wow wow insensitive okay
1: i love that they never talk about or touch on the fact that he was like filling a syringe and shooting it into the coffee cup (laughs) like it's just never touched it's like wait what
0: he's a doctor it's okay (laughs) it's kind of the dumb and dumber logic like sir you can't go in there it's okay i'm a limo driver
1: some of the best jokes are like ones they don't even like acknowledge well yeah of course that's the and plus because
0: they don't acknowledge it you can go back and what re-watch this movie and discover rediscover that joke for oh, yourself because yeah. because some of the shit's played so uh, straight you don't notice half the jokes uh, up front and that's makes this movie incredibly rewatchable. i think that's the the secret to it is that you can have wall-to-wall jokes like even, <laughs> even stupid ones like that um, but you can have wall-to-wall stupid jokes so long as you believe in them with the utmost sense of uh, um, earnestness you know
1: well yeah i mean you gotta like keeping it straight is what makes it work
0: yes because uh, it's kind of the same thing of like what made superman the original 1978 movie so great is that it was played absolutely straight to play with uh, so that the audience would accept that sense of verisimilitude yeah which is a great word by the way i love that word i'm pretty sure that actor's just like dude what the fuck i've been dieting and of course because we have to run this gag into the ground
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs)
0: you gotta do it Ted you gotta do it that reminds me do you remember the, uh, the name of our chief character here uh, fucking ted striker
1: yeah that's but so i just i love that they raked reagan over the coals earlier and are now parodying that <laughs> win one for the gipper speech it's so good
0: they even have the audience cheering in the background even their the non-existent well, the sports music playing <laughs> And I love the fact that it's literally just a blow-up doll that you just have to move out of the way in order to make the plane start shaking all over again. I'm gonna have me a deep-dish pizza if it kills me. Oh, man. (laughs) What a dude, what I would give to actually have some of Chicago's deep dish pizza. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's
0: amazing how that shit was published already. You know? <laughs> Seriously, I really hope that dude got a. Uh, did he ever get a career in uh, uh no in stand up? Cause I because I know he was known for doing this crazy shit. Yeah, see, this is why they don't have the this movie on in flight mo- as your in flight movie. But yeah, apparently that's all he. This is the kind of shit that he would do in like a uh, Kentucky Fried movie. Apparently, he was also in the uh, the sequel to this movie. Newsflash! Did you know there was a sequel for this movie? Because I didn't until recently.
1: Uh, I did, but I know I've never seen it.
0: Uh, I I hear it's not worth well, any well, time. Say,
1: I've never seen all of it. Like I've come across it on TV, and yeah, you know, like seen like a thing here or there, but I never watched it.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, I just read that uh, Abrams and the Zucker's were, uh never saw it themselves because they had no desire to. And when the <laughs> writers and producers and directors of this movie went out of their way to not see the sequel that's kind of a bad that's kind of a red flag for me. So I don't think I'm ever going to watch the sequel to this. Yeah. Maybe one day if like there's a, like a high enough demand for people like oh we really like your airplane episode do the sequel do the sequel. Maybe then we'll do it. I guess we'll just have to create the hashtag Contract Airplane 2 sequel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that hashtag going.
2: Hurts, <laughs> <The hearse>. Budweiser.
0: <laughs> no. Bad joke you go back into your corner and you think
1: about the jokes that you make bad it's such a bad joke they're landing on ground but they're still doing this
0: the duck hey it's the uh, director initials oops also that is sewn at the Chicago skyline like it couldn't have, they couldn't have killed them to make a model of like the the Sears Tower or something like that. Whatever. <laughs> but uh can you imagine if this movie actually came with a uh parody instruction uh safety in- safety instruction video? Like that would have been amazing if they had produced that. <laughs> Although it still wouldn't have been the best uh, in-flight um, safety video that I've ever seen. Did you ever see the one for the Hobbit? No, there was a New Zealand because the Hobbit became made uh, New Zealand such a major uh, uh, hotspot for travelers and uh, um, Wow, I can't even it's been so long since I even thought about a vacation that I can't even think of the word. Uh, tourists. tourists. Yes. See what I mean? Tourism is like dead. It's so dead right now that it's been completely erased from my memory. Um, but yeah, it's become such a tourist hotspot that uh, Air New Zealand actually produced a Hobbit-themed in-flight safety video, with complete with cameos from Gollum and Peter Jackson. Huh. It was kind nice. of awesome. I'll I'll, I'll, see, I'll send a uh, put that in the description below for you guys to watch because it's it's it's. It's really fucking awesome. And it really makes me want to go to New Zealand even more. Not just because I want to flee, flee this fucking country. <laughs> oh, the tension. These cigarettes aren't going to do enough. <laughs> oh, your chest is so great. <laughs> yes. Just be glad the roles aren't reversed, hon <laughs> because with that dress, something's bound to pop out. <laughs> Easy there, spots. <laughs> Yep, been there. Been there, done that. 2020 is a hell of a year. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the hell of a wrong day. I picked the hell of a wrong week to quit sniffing glue. Also, someone get this guy some ice. Oh my God, doing the the laundry. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Boy, I really hope they had some help for those poor elderly people. (laughs) Senior sex is not an easy feat. the sweat the sweat gag is so great (laughs) dude not cool (laughs) dude for real (laughs) (laughs) that's another thing this movie gets right is they know how to make things entering and exiting frames isn't just inherently funny
1: yeah Dude,
0: dude, <laughs> like seriously, you think as a former pilot, he would be a lot more stable than this shit. <laughs> Cause, but no, seriously, like these, these, uh, uh, air flight controllers, they are trained professionals and even a fucking civilian who has never even been in the air before can land a plane given the, uh, the instruction. <laughs> oh, shit. That's not good. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the sweat. <laughs> oh, and this is just fucking great. The the people are following it down the gates. Although nowadays, you'd have the luxury of... <laughs> Sorry the sweat is so silly. But yeah, you nowadays you'd have the luxury of those people like running down the uh, the terminals on those uh, uh on the ramps to speed <sighs> them along the, uh, the extremely long halls.
2: <laughs> what
0: is these
2: what are these jokes? <laughs> <coughs>
0: Oh man. <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, now that's a joke from the 70s. That's the that's a 70s joke. Cuz min <laughs> Okay, did someone like put the it did someone like put the record skip on him or something? <laughs> Someone get this guy some, uh, uh some fucking axe body spray. Whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> Have a nice flight. Wee. Still going. (laughs) Weirdly, this... You know, it's... Like, one of my biggest complaints about comedy nowadays, especially with, like, you know, the Family Guy era, is that joke... Sometimes jokes overstay their welcome to the point where you're like, dude, just fucking get on. Like, you know, the Peter... You know, hurting his knee joke that lasts, like, yeah. three fucking minutes. And you're like, just move on. I'm so... I, I'm. It's so strange that jokes like this don't annoy me, but jokes like, uh, you know, Peter just... Go-
1: well, because they cut it up. That's why it works. They keep going back to it.
0: That's okay. If it okay. was just a
1: straight run, it wouldn't work.
0: Yeah, because, man... I really am not a fan of Family Guy. <laughs> they have one good joke, maybe per episode, maybe two, and that's about it. Whereas I can I liked just the
1: original run, but I I was not a fan once it came back.
0: Yeah, because I'll be like, dude, you guys have maybe one good joke in your episode and whatnot, where I can just go back and watch The Simpsons. Even the even now, The Simpsons, uh, they'll have like five or six really good jokes of course this shit is great and i love how you can even see the fucking wire that salutes his arm right. how do you take off after that that thing has no landing gear right how i guess physics right just and of course this this great shit oh yeah <laughs> a wink
1: so weird
0: Man, what a movie. And yet still the gags will still continue to come along. Cuz um cuz remember folks, the I mean even though this was you know pre you know made in the uh the late 70s and whatnot, we still had after credits. Marvel yeah. did not invent that shit, I assure you. This movie and this movie has a really great one, I swear. <laughs> oh yes probably my it's still probably my favorite joke just because it's so long uh, drawn out so fucking long although speaking (laughs) of long like it's it's so weird because this movie is only like uh, this movie is barely 80 minutes long with credits yeah um
1: it's it's and yet but i don't know yeah it's definitely it's under 90 minutes
0: do do you feel like it should be a little bit longer like you feel like it should be like have some more no
1: i I feel you know i don't have a problem with hour and a half comedies as long as you know they nail it and do it right and you know you're not missing it the story's there and this tells the story in the time frame and does it well
0: yep Uh, uh steven sucker you know i actually just uh read that he uh he passed away really early like he only he, he only lived about six years after this uh oh, he, wow yeah he passed away from aids in the early in the mid 80s mm. that fucking sucks because can you imagine what a great um uh comedy or stand-up comedian he could have been
1: well i mean there was i mean almost ob- there was so many artists of that generation who were lost to AIDS. It really is tragic when you think yeah. about what could have been put out into the world had this country handled that crisis better.
0: Fuck the Reagan era. Seriously.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It was the beginning of the end and we weren't even fucking born yet. Well, you kind of were. Uh, I wasn't. No,
1: the beginning of the end actually was the things started to be put in place by Nixon That was just, Reagan was when they hit the accelerator. (sighs) Well, anyway, that was Airplane. (laughs) Yeah, so... Of course um, we're going to end a comedy show on serious, serious shit. uh,
0: Yes, we need to. It's, I mean, surely you can't be serious
1: course i'm serious and don't call me shirley there's the line
0: <laughs> but yeah dude how's this movie hold up for you after all these years because again it's, it's still I'm... a movie that i can pop in and just you know laugh myself silly it's a feel good laugh yeah
1: it's it's, it's still, a it's still fun
0: it's the uh it's the movie equivalent of a 90 minute tickle
1: <laughs>
0: you know <laughs> if, if there's a sustained tickle that lasts 80 minutes And it's actually enjoyable it's probably this movie to be honest um and yeah man like i still even though like a lot of the the jokes don't land again it's it's they barrage you to the point where you're really not laughing so much too at the jokes you're more laughing at the delivery it's kind of like watching a a rodney dangerfield
1: performance well right that that's the whole thing like we were talking about when it's like uh you know when it cuts them all playing the instruments that's not funny But my gosh, Leslie Nielsen's delivery in that scene is hilarious. (laughs) Yep. John Williams!
0: God. So, yeah, man, like this... I think this movie has really has uh, aged quite well for the most part. There's a couple of jokes where you're like, I don't know. And it's also really weird to look back at the pre-9-11 era of American Flight. Oh, yeah. Um... Like, cause I don't know if a lot of like, you, I don't know if like, you know, our, like the, our generation who are now having kids, um, like, cause you know, we have a couple of friends of ours who are literally just having newborns and whatnot. I wonder if they'll get these jokes. Oh, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh, so good. I love oh, that classic. joke. It's classic. great. And it is the the lo- the 80 minute joke. <laughs> it, it just goes all the way straight to the end. I think the only other movie to do that recently was like Toy Story 4 where uh, they had the combat Carl who didn't get his high five until the very last frame of the movie. Love that shit. But yeah dude lo- uh, this is still kind of the, the, the really great classic and yeah, dude, like, uh, for you guys listening at home, like, if you, like, either comment on the Facebook page or on the uh, uh, the YouTube comments or wherever, tell us about your favorite stuff about this, because I know this is like a vat of good memories for a lot of people, and I kind of want to hear them now, so why don't you leave those in the comments below, because I think we've kind of exhausted all of our good memories on this one, because... Um, yeah,
1: uh, well, I think both of us, or I mean, like you were very clear how it ties in with your family. See, for me, I love this movie, but I don't have the fondest memories of it because I came to it because of loving other Leslie Nielsen work. Ah, so while I, gotcha. I really enjoyed this movie, this was not a formative movie for me because I saw it kind of after those formative ones. Right. But I really enjoy it because it's doing the same kind of comedy that some of those formative movies used
0: mm-hmm. it was the 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 big the big bang of leslie yeah. nielsen and that's always worth witnessing um but yeah dude like it's 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 still gonna give me re- really good feel good vibes and a lot of good memories watching this one especially when you've watched it on a airplane itself like when you've toted yeah. your laptop and a copy of this on your laptop and watch it for your in-flight it just doesn't get any better than that man it really doesn't I highly recommend it to anyone who can do that for your next flight. Especially since they're so cheap nowadays. Yay! (laughs) Well, that's it for today's episode. You guys can join us again for next week. We'll be doing another disaster movie. Won't say what it is because I like to keep you guys on edge. I love to keep
1: my audience riveted.
0: (laughs) As I'm sure this entire year is going to bring. Oh, boy. But I assure you, it's still going to be keeping... But we're, don't worry, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. So join us next week um, for another disaster movie. I've been Tim. I've been Sean. And this has been Contract. We'll never have to watch a movie alone again.
1: Peace.